Hello, uh, my name is Pam Douglas. I am uh, the Ursa Geller Professor of Research at uh, Duke University and a past president of the American College of Cardiology. We're talking today about the ACC program on clinical trials research, a boot camp that we created to enhance the diversity and leadership uh, among clinical trials researchers. With me today is Dr. Larry Jackson, also a faculty member at Duke, but more importantly, a learner in the ACC Clinical Trials Bootcamp Program. We started this about three years ago uh, when in our diversity and inclusion efforts at the college, which at that time was an initiative under my direction, realized how important diversity among clinical trials leadership was to achieve diversity among clinical trials participants, but also to achieve innovation and impact of clinical trials research. Perhaps the best way to learn about the program is to talk to Dr. Jackson as a participant about why he applied to the program and what he's found in the program and how this maybe has uh, hopefully positively impacted his career. For me, the program, I think, has been very influential. And I say that because as I begin to transition um, to more research initiatives and, and less clinical work, and specifically in the context of being awarded a recent American Heart Association and K Career Development Awards, it was just important to begin to surround myself and understand the, the clinical trial landscape and, and more importantly, to hear from thought leaders in the field and understand some of the processes that they have gone through, understand a variety of methodologies with respect to clinical trials and research, strategies for success, and also pitfalls and, and, and challenges that these clinical researchers have, you know, undergone or encountered during their careers. So I think broadly speaking, I think the program, that was my interest in the program, that is, you know, I'm a current 2021 cohort, but my interest was to really understand and listen to some thought leaders about how I could be the best clinical researcher. But I have I've found it just invaluable just to hear and listen from the wisdom of so many thought leaders, including Dr. Douglas, throughout these sessions. If you were to ask me coming into a fellowship at Duke, I really had no interest in, in doing research many years ago. But, you know, fast forward to now and I think, you know, you begin to meet uh, excellent, not only excellent clinicians, but outstanding researchers like Dr. Douglas and my mentor, Dr. Thomas. And you begin to just be inquisitive and ask questions and understand that your clinical background and your clinical expertise can translate to you answering th those questions. And for me, it was all about understanding disparities, specifically racial and ethnic disparities within abnormal heart rhythm conditions. So it was really a perfect environment here at Duke to take my interests clinically, which is adult cardiac electrophysiology, and translate that into research efforts. And where I primarily focus on understanding racial and ethnic differences and stroke reduction therapies for patients with nonvalvular atrial fibrillation, but have a broader portfolio of looking at rhythm control and understanding racial differences and utilization for antiarrhythmic drugs and catheter ablation, as well as sudden cardiac death prevention with implantable cardioverted defibrillators.
Well, that's fabulous, Larry. That's exactly how we designed the program. We wanted a mix of kind of hard didactics, if you will, like statistics and uh, trial design, as well as maybe what's perceived of as somewhat softer with really the experience of clinical research and how to be personally successful through leadership development modules, through listening to the faculty, who's a very rich national faculty, talk about how they learned actually and sharing their experiences. And we think that mix of didactics and really clinical science with leadership development is kind of the secret sauce that's gonna elevate people's careers. We need to increase the numbers and impact of women investigators and investigators of color. They simply ask different questions and they ask those questions in different populations and in different ways uh, than the white male investigator may may, uh, may do with their research. And that is not a a political statement of any kind. It's actually backed up by very good data demonstrating that diverse investigators enroll diverse participants. They are active in more diverse populations. They produce research which is impactful in communities that are otherwise uh, potentially understudied or unstudied. And that this information is exactly what we need to impact the, the health disparities and health inequities that are so prevalent now in the United States and that really need to be eliminated for us to improve our overall uh, health, as well as just to create a fair and balanced chance for health and freedom from sickness amongst all of our population. I think in order to meet those goals of diversity, equity, and inclusion in in clinical research, we're going to need some changes in the paradigm. We are going to need policy changes. We're going to need outreach efforts. We're going to need some a priori intentions for inclusiveness at the protocol level and the trial design. We're going to need accountability from sponsors and, and journal editors and institutions like the FDA. And I think to Dr. Douglas's point, we're going to have to diversify the clinical trial leadership. So I think these efforts are they're obviously very right with what is going on in the country over the last year and a half or two years. But they're just the right thing to do if we're going to treat everybody in the broadest sense and have everybody achieve equitable health care for, for them to lead happier and healthier lives.